Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast, guys. My name is Gabby, and we are going to chat about a great topic today that has been brought to my attention from a lot of people, actually, and um, mainly from a lot of moms which I am connected to a lot because I am a mom myself. And if you are not a mom yet, or maybe you work with kids or um, with parents of littles, um, this would still be a great episode for you because we are going to talk about, um, you know, feeding your children, like what to feed them, but more along the lines of, uh, you know, snacking and um, things that are in the foods these days that our kids are eating and how it affects them, how I really try to fight around that, um, find the best solutions and yeah, give, just set our kids up for success and yet still let them enjoy life. Um, so it's basically just how we treat ourselves as adults. So before we dive into that, I want to uh, start off with a review. Um, This one comes from Sanj and Charles, Inspiring Mama. She says, yes, Gabby, I have been blessed to know you in real life and watch you how you mother, how you are so committed to health for yourself and others, and I have felt your amazing heart. You are truly a gift to this world, and I'm excited to listen to all your episodes, which I'm sure will be jam-packed with inspiration, tips, and loads of an authentic woman who is blazing her own trail perfectly imperfect keep running your race girlfriend so excited for this podcast that means the world to me and yeah these reviews give me so much life they give me encouragement and drive to keep showing up this is how I know that you guys are loving the show that you are enjoying the content so if you haven't left a review um, please take a moment pause this episode and scroll down on this show. You'll see, write a review, leave it an honest rating and just a short review. It doesn't have to be anything lengthy. It really bumps this podcast up, gets it into the more hands of more people. And again, really lets me know how you guys are loving the podcast and um, that you guys are enjoying it. So um, I, I read every single one. So I appreciate you all with that. Um, leaving those leaving those amazing um, comments so with that being said okay so like I said whether you are a parent or not maybe you work with kids maybe you work with parents of littles whatever you might be involved in with a career or um, passion or interest um, this you know we have kids all around the world so um, this you know or maybe you want to have children and you are wanting to kind of fill up your resource bank I better set this pen down or I'm going to be clicking it and you guys are going to hear clicking throughout my entire podcast and that would be annoying wouldn't it (laughs) 
uh, any other fidgeters, right? Okay, um, back on track. Um, but maybe you want to have children and you really want to start filling your resource bank up with just these kinds of conversations and topics and knowledge so that you can set your kids up for success and um, kind of know um, the best ways to, um, you know, give your kids the best. So, you know, to be honest, do kids really even eat a meal? Like, I wish, like, I always just wonder back in the day when there was no TV and no, like, you know, Costco's to go to and get bulk, you know, bars and veggie straws and raisins and chips and all the things like what did kids do did they ask their mom and pa for like snacks all day like I really just wish I knew (laughs) and honestly my hypothesis is they probably ate because it was just not a culturally known thing they probably I mean they just ate what was given at breakfast and it was a very rich, I mean, they probably had their own cows or they had a neighbor down the, you know, dirt road that had one. They had some very rich raw milk. They had whole grain things. They had quality, you know, eggs. And I mean, honestly, they probably just had the best of the best and it felt, it filled them up. It kept them full because when you eat high quality, rich, nutrient rich foods, Um, you're not reaching for the next thing because they didn't start their day with a muffin or their day with a cup of juice like um, you know most you know Americans these days they grab their java to go and have a muffin and then they are starving by 10 a.m and yeah they just feed the cycle Um, so honestly yeah so we just live in a different day and age our kids ask for snacks all the time and I'm like I'm gonna be the mom that gets it I'm gonna feed them the right stuff so that they don't ask for many snacks and it's just not it's just not the thing they just even if I call it breakfast no me want a snack mom we're gonna have breakfast no snack okay we're gonna have a snack but it's breakfast in my mind you know you gotta you gotta work with them so I know you feel me moms uh and snacks you know what it's just a season they're they're not gonna constantly be in this and so how do we combat that as moms how do we give them the best choices when we're faced with the constant demand of we finish one meal and 30 minutes later they're asking for something else um and and just know I don't have it perfect I don't have it all figured out and I'm not here to tell you that I do, but I'm here to shed light on what I have learned, what I implement, and um, how I shop and where I shop and what I look for in foods um, to feed my children for snacks and um, mealtimes. And, you know, just to touch briefly, mealtimes, they just eat what we eat. Unless it's like a special night when like we want a like at home date night and we just whip up something quick for the kids and then hey we pop on a movie and maybe we whipped up something nicer for us like parents you can do that <laughs> but dinner time with your kids meal time like they eat what you eat time around the table it's such a healthy part of a family to be able to gather around the table and share a meal and you're going to burn yourself out mom if you are um catering to the pickiness now I have picky children I have catered to it yes but not all the time and my kids are allowed to not like things there are things that I don't like and so I respect that 
but there are things where it's just going to go on their plate. And if they don't want to eat it, that's fine, but it stays on the plate. So it's never perfect. The kids whine about it, all the things. Um, so just know not every day, every meal, every snack, it's going to be perfect. They're going to respond to everything you say or the intentions that you have behind it. Kids are kids. Their brains do not work the ways the way ours do. Um, and so I'll, I'll kind of touch on some of the ways to have conversations with your kids about the foods that you may choose to give them. Um, but just don't be hard on yourself with any of this. Just absorb what you, you can here. And maybe you need to take notes or re-listen to this. Uh, but, you know, just know there's there's a lot of info out there. You know, we have social media right in, in, in our hands. And so you can have info in an instant. Um, there's a lot of information out there. And I'm just going to try and keep it simple. Um, I don't follow like a specific plan but I have gained a few tips from some you know little people food bloggers like they they feed kids and they talk about ways to um you know make it easier how to have conversations so I've taken a few things from some people but I don't try to I don't immerse myself fully because just like yeah kids are gonna be kids and I'm their mom and I I know nutrition you know, well enough to know what's going to serve my child, my kids' bodies and children's bodies in general. I don't, I don't need to follow, like, I don't need to buy a guidebook or anything. Like, it's, it's kind of cut and dry. It's just different personalities of kids and it's educating yourself enough on, uh, and disciplining yourself enough on um, reading labels and choosing to make things homemade um, and, and less reliant on convenience. Um, and, and, that does come with discipline. It comes with shifting a little bit, making a little more time, um, yeah, getting resourceful, all of those things um, so that you can better set your kids up for success because I think most of us would say we would do the same for ourselves. Um, we, we want the best for ourselves. We don't want to land in the doctor. Uh, we don't want to land with an illness or um, a diagnosis of some sorts or, you know, extra weight gain because of poor eating and exercise. Um, we, we would want the same for our kids. And so we need to treat it the same uh, because those little people are in such crucial um, times in their lives where their brain and their gut and everything is developing. And um, yeah, it's just it's just really important. One of the things that is super important, and this isn't rocket science, uh, and I think most of you would agree with me uh, that when you feed a child in the morning, so when they wake up, when we wake up, this is for adults too. If you're reaching for the carb slash sugar heavy, sugar laden foods and coffees or drinks, that is going to set you on a roller coaster ride of um, glucose spike and drop. You're going to struggle with mood swings. You're going to have an energy crash because your body needs some fat and protein in the morning. And so, if you can really focus and hone in on getting fats and proteins in, you can have a carb with it. I'm not saying carbs are bad. But when we're starting our day with something that's going to raise your insulin levels and raise your heart rate and get you like all hyper inside and 
like, okay, I feel energized, but you're going to feel a crash pretty soon after that, or you're going to feel really hungry after that. I don't know how a lot of us lived on just having some cereal in the morning with skim milk. Like, what in the world? Why? I don't even know that my kids, they semi-understand cereal, but like, it's just not a thing in the house. But at times I'm like, hey, let's try this cereal. And they're like, what are you, what's that? And I'm like, so you use a spoon, (laughs) you dump some milk in there or some almond milk. And yeah, so I think they get it now, but we, we do not make that a staple breakfast in our home. We just don't. Um, but yeah, really incorporating that with meals and snacks. If you want your children to have a quality snack that actually fills them up, don't give them just veggie straws. Don't give them just a granola bar. Like there needs to be some sort of fat or protein like, uh, you know, a beef stick or some cheese or some nut butter, whether it's peanut butter, almond butter, whatever your kids like. Um, nuts you know like cashews peanuts walnuts almonds like get them excited let them make their own little trail mix with some raisins you can even put some dark chocolate chips in there or whatever like make it fun um you know add a couple pretzels like just make it um enjoyable but but um you know getting them to consume more than just the carbs and the sugar uh, because that is in the end where a lot of us struggle with why are they hungry again or why are they moody or you know all the things and it's and it's a lot to do with the food so full longer fats and protein okay um yeah and then how it affects their mood is insane okay we'll talk about some of the things that you should look for and not look for or uh, some of the things on food labels that you want to look for that you don't want on the label of something that you might buy because these things no wonder our kids struggle with ADD, autism, diabetes, obesity at a young age. I mean all these things are becoming such an epidemic in this country and it's because kids are not properly taught how to fuel their bodies with a purpose and like we need to have conversations with them around food and talk to them and show them how food is grown. Take them to a farmer's market. Take them to the grocery store through the produce aisle and the meat. Take them to a farm and have a farm tour. I mean, honestly, they need to know because food doesn't just get made in a factory and put in a bag. That is fake. And it's filled with things that are meant to give them a party in their mouth and want to come back for more. I'm raising my hand because that's me. Like when you give me... I don't know, like Doritos, hey, I'm all for, you know, wanting to have a couple. And then I'm like, oh, I better like, you know, get away from this buffet line because I just wanted a couple and these make me want to have like half the bag because they taste good. Um, You know, and, and, and we only live once, okay? So with that in mind, let your kids enjoy life and don't let them feel because then there's the whole well mommy says I can't have it I can't have it and then they want it that much more I mean that's just how we're wired right so just teaching them how to respect their body no boundaries um why over consuming certain things is not good for them um so you know let them have the popsicle you know we were at a family reunion let them have the popsicle with their cousins it's got food dye in it okay I'm just gonna turn my head I don't really care they don't we don't buy them um, but they can have one. Um, you know, they want a couple Doritos at, at the party or with dad at lunchtime. Fine. Have a couple Doritos. I'm not here to, it, you know, it's not going to kill you because you're not eating 
them every day. Um, that's just not what I buy for my kids. I do not buy them, you know, individual bags of Doritos for anything. I don't buy, I don't buy goldfish. I don't like these things. I, I don't buy any of the name brand things. I, I just don't. Um, it's, it's not really an option. And sure, have an Oreo, you know, like there, there are things that it's okay. But when it becomes a consistent routine, that's when they come back for more. That's why they're crabby. That's why they're moody. Maybe they are struggling in school. Maybe um, just relationally with you as a parent or as a, um, I can't think of the word, but if you work with children, your patient, if they're your patient, um, address the diet. Think about it. Uh, kids inhale so many things that are, I mean, I just think of school lunches. I think of what I used to eat. Um, yeah. I know I touched on another podcast, just the things that like my mom didn't know better and it, and it's okay. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just what it was in that time of the era. We'll just say, I mean, I was a nineties kid, so I grew up on a lot of prepackaged things and meals and frozen dinners or microwavable things. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so just having conversations around the kids. Make it positive as much as you can rather than t- talking about the things they can't have or why it's bad. Talk about all the good things about all the other foods and the reason why we want to focus on those foods. Uh, and in a super easy way is first of all, focus on whole foods. And this is going to be your fruits and vegetables and nuts and, uh, you know, meats and eggs and things like that but but for easy grab and grab and go things this is like having veggies on hand having apples in a basket on the table having oranges bananas whatever and don't get hung up on oh my gosh like you know if they have two bananas in a day like it's fine like I would rather them grab one of those if they're hungry and crabby before dinner and I can't like I kept saying no and they just want it I'm like fine just have the banana have the apple it's fine it's a whole food to me. I'm not letting them have chips or veggie straws or, um, you know, a granola bar or whatever. It, you know, having those things visually um, available. My kids love peaches. One of mine, my, um, my oldest, he loves peaches. And so I bank on that um, as something to rely on in the summertime when they're on sale and when we go get them. Um, yeah, cutting up apples. You can make like apple nachos and sprinkle like um crushed up peanuts and chocolate chips and drizzle it with peanut butter on top. I mean, you can get really creative. Um, and also, you know, touching on that with creativity is kids are kind of all, they're attracted to things that like look fun and interesting and cool and sparkly or, um, yeah, just really cool. Um, so that's, you know, a marketing technique that they use for products. And so kids are drawn to the flashy boxes and bags um, so get fun or get creative and have fun with it when you're cutting up their veggies find little cutouts you can buy little food cutouts and make stars and hearts and circles and whatever when you're cutting out like cucumbers or make their sandwich you know cut it out into a shape um, you can give them fun little things to eat you know use little tongs or toothpicks or little fun little pokers you can find little lunchbox things you can put in there um, just make it really fun. Put them in muffin um, muffin holders. Uh, what am I talking about? Like I have silicone muffin liners. Um, so those are, are super fun and reusable. And I just stick like blueberries in there or um, a fun little treat. And I also try to implement more. 
I don't like to um, put dessert on a pedestal. So yes, I call it dessert sometimes. And I'm like, okay, if you eat your dinner, you know, like we've all said, you, you know, you can have your dessert. But sometimes I try to just give them the cookie or the um, the chocolate chips or whatever with their meal. So that it's not like, oh, we get this thing after dinner and it's, you know, kind of glorified that way. I want them just to kind of feel like it's all encompassing. All things are good for us here at this table. Um, Nothing is off limits. And so, you know, putting some better quality chocolate chips on their their plate um, with, with their lunch. And they get super excited and they might eat it first. They probably will eat it first. And that's great. They're excited. Um, and, you know, just saying, was that yummy? And, and leave it at that. Um, giving them the cookie or the piece of cake or pie or whatever you made um, with their dinner sometimes. And, you know, I don't always do that. But that is also something that you can implement um, so that they're not always on like high alert. Of, when are we going to get the dessert? And, and, and how you're not using dinner as a means of like if you're good and you eat your food then you can have this because then it's like oh they just want that one thing and then they're thinking that it's not okay to have it unless they eat other things and and it's really not true that that's just kind of like a cultural thing that we've I mean have the dessert first right live young forever uh so having conversations with your kids about food uh that's just like being just have adult conversations in ways that their little brains can compute it Talk about why it's, you know, we talk about eating the rainbow, why it's important. Um, When the pandemic was around, we talked to our kids about, um, you know, we stay healthy and the best way that we can um, be proactive and not get sick is by eating lots of variety and the colors of the rainbow. So then we would talk about, okay, what kind of foods are green? What kind of foods are orange? what kind of foods are red and you know and then they tell us and we're like yes exactly and it's good to eat all that and so when we're having times when we're struggling we say hey remember we talked about you know eating the rainbow it's so good for us um you know that's why we have all these things on our plate or whatever uh so that is you know just a an adult conversation put in kids terms that they could understand talking to them about what it's good for is it good for their brain is it good for their gut and you're going to get education yourself too if you don't if you don't know so just google it (laughs) just look it up be like why what's broccoli good for and then 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 um you know you get to tell them um all the things that you learned and why it's good and um yeah just trying to not wrap around because I think us as adults and women especially we have our hang-ups and guilt trips around food and all the things, and we just don't want to place that on our kids, right? We, t- we just don't. So just choosing to have just real genuine conversations about the food rather than just eat it or because I said so or, you know, all the, all the you know, you have to take a bite or try it once. We've tried the try it once thing. I go back and forth and I think it's just more down, comes down to consistently just offering it. And if they don't want it, that's fine, but it's going to be on their plate. And, you know, you don't have to eat it, but I'm, I'm going to put a piece of broccoli on your plate. And if you choose to not eat it, then that's fine. Um, but it'll be here. and Or whatever it might be. So the more and more they see it, the more and more they might be willing to, to try something. Um, but if they never are exposed to it, it's always going to be a hard no. That's just anything in life. If you're never given the opportunity, it's always never going to be an opportunity. You're never going to 
you know, the more and more um, touch points you have with someone about something or say like even um, (laughs) kind of going off topic, but like with an ad, maybe you don't buy it the first time you see the ad. But then you see it again on your Facebook or your Instagram because you liked the post and they know the algorithm and they bring it back up on your feed. And you're like, your, your curiosity gets peaked again, but you're like, no, I don't need it now. And then about the fourth, fifth, sixth, maybe 10th time you're exposed to it and you're like, fine, I'm going to have it and you buy it. That might, that might work with kids. And, and you know, just the, the whole process of their brain and working through um, through that whole concept. Um, yeah, so then talk to them about how it'll make them feel. Talk to them that too much sugar, there's a lot of sugar in this, or there's ingredients in here that, you know, um, maybe mommy's letting you have it now, but um, this is just something that uh, you can have right now, but if we eat a lot of this kind of food, it doesn't make us grow big and strong. Our brains, it doesn't help our brains get stronger, or... Um, Yeah, maybe it'll make you feel really crabby or tired later. So it's okay to have every once in a while, but we're not going to have one of these every day. Or if they want more dessert or things like that, there's things that you can say like, you know what, I'm so glad that you loved it. There's going to be more for you to have tomorrow, okay? Like not saying, no, we can't have any more. It's not good to have. Like you can also just have a more positive twist on it and say, great, you know what, there's going to be plenty more for tomorrow. We'll, we'll make sure that we, we save some for tomorrow. There's more where that came from. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, some of it's trial and error with kids. Every kid is different. Some things I've kept, some things I've left. <laughs> I, they don't work. Um, and sometimes we just have to consistently keep trying um, as parents. And it's so hard because we just want it to work the first time, right? We really do. <laughs> We're like, please, please, will you just eat it? can you just not throw fit when I said no? Like, come on. I said there'll be more. (laughs) Um, And one of the things too, like your kid, kids are actually pretty intuitive. They're very intuitive eaters. And uh, let's say you put food on your table and you put the, you know, the potatoes, the veggie and the meat on their plate and they eat all the meat and they ask for more meat, but they haven't touched the other things and there's more meat available, all the things on the table that you put there are great options. They're all options that they can have. And maybe they are realizing they need, they're like, I need more protein. I need, I, I really liked that. Then give them more. It's okay if they didn't eat the other stuff. And then maybe after the second serving, say, you know what? Um, you know, we should save some for some other people to have, but why, you know, you've got some other great stuff on your plate. Um, and if there's more, you can have more, um, later. So really making sure that they know that all the options on the table are fair game, um, because, um, you know, the goal is to put good quality things on, on the table, um, at dinner time and not putting any sort of spin on food that is negative, um, and, and making them feel like, why, why is it not okay to, to have that? Even though mom put it on my plate, but now she's telling me I can't have any more, like, yeah, I mean, this has kind of trained us, isn't it crazy, over the years? Um, how we, our relationships with food. Um, so yeah, talk more about it in the positive light than the negative. Have, you know, prepare things in fun ways when you serve snacks or meals, however you want to do it. You can look up things, you can buy some fun little things, but, you know, do do what you got to do. Uh, make it fun in your way. 
and you know just focusing on if you wouldn't eat it if you wouldn't prepare it for yourself if you wouldn't buy that snack or that box item or whatever don't buy it for your kids just don't and and just keep in mind too that yes this this is not going to be perfect all the time and we like convenience and yes I buy the veggie straws that are not really veggie straws and yes I like them myself (laughs) so you know these are just things that we don't feed as a snack on a consistent basis because I know they're just it's really just empty calories and it's just an easy thing for them to munch on and feel like they're getting their fix and hey us adults we want that too Uh, but we more often than not you know really focus on the 80% of the time, okay, Um, you know, choosing to give your kids more nutrient-dense snacks, more whole foods, yeah, go grab an apple, Um, you know, I let my kids just grab an apple and eat it, and and yeah, half the time they get wasted, and or half eaten, and I try to throw them in the fridge and repurpose them, but then they're like, it's brown, and I don't want it, it's gross, I'm like, well, that's because you didn't finish it, so, all right, so coming back to like snacks and things, things that I uh, avoid and would encourage most people to avoid and this is kind of general for all things that you would buy whether they're a snack item or not Um, these are going to be things like added sugars or high sugar items inflammatory oils like corn soy canola safflower sunflower is like Mm, in between like if that's like the only option and everything else is all the other ones and there's nothing with olive oil or avocado oil um okay i i have definitely gone for that but sunflower oil is um an omega-6 rich oil and it is also highly um, processed and we over consume on that a lot Um, So if you can really focus more on avocado oil, olive oil, and coconut oil-based things, um, you'll be good to go, okay? So avoiding those inflammatory oils. um, Focus, you know, it's okay to have carby, you know, carbohydrate snacks, uh, but just remember, like I said, like focusing on adding in the fats and the proteins. So what is something you can add with, you know, something that's a carb-based snack? Um, so just focus on not just buying all the carb-based snacks. Uh, carbs turn into sugar, and generally speaking, most of that stuff contains a lot of sugar on top of the carbs. Um, things that have food dyes, I mean, that's not a natural ingredient, okay? And that is a huge part of why kids struggle so much with autism, ADHD, mood swings, other health-related issues, <sighs> Over overly consumed food dyes. It's just not okay. And then natural flavors. You're not going to be able to get away from it completely, okay? It, it's just sometimes we've just got to rely on something convenient, okay? Let's just be honest, okay? But as much as you can, I would say about 90% of the things that I buy do not contain natural flavors for anything, for any of our kids. Um, and, and when things contain natural flavors, that is basically, I just think of a little chemically processed, um, you, you just think about it. They make a flavor of birthday cake, something they make a flavor of chocolate, something or vanilla or, uh, mint. Like how do they, how do they do that? Like, what do you think they're doing? Like it, 
they have to find a way to make it taste that way, right? So they go through a process of creating a little lab-made tincture. And I just picture like a little dropper that has a ton of like crazy ingredients in it. And they add a drop to that recipe of whatever they're making in bulk. Um, and they send it out into the world. And now we are having a party in our mouth because of this lab-made thing that's supposed to help it give a natural flavor to it. Like, why don't we just use a natural mint extract or a vanilla? Or, like, there are ways, there are people out there that are paving the way to offer things like that. And so you have to let go of um, some of those foods that aren't serving you because of those natural flavors, because they will do you a disservice. Even labels that talk about all natural, organic, non-GMO, contains whole grains, uh, you know, lots of protein or protein rich or whatever. You have to read the labels, guys. You still have to read the labels. Organic, I've talked about this before, does not mean that the ingredients are spot on, okay? So just being really aware of that and realizing that you might have to uh, get other ingredients that are cleaner to make a cleaner version of granola because you can't afford the really clean brand but you could make a homemade version for a lot cheaper with ingredients that you trust and know and have sourced yourself from good places uh so you really gotta you gotta read labels and i'm just gonna lay it out there that this is this takes discipline if this is new for you if this is um something that you don't do already uh i would encourage you to push past the resistance and start small don't change over all the snacks at once it's not gonna work (laughs) okay you're gonna burn out you're gonna frustrate yourself you're gonna frustrate your kids start small and pick one or two things and start to swap them out and swap it out and swap it out and find the best place with the best price or if you need to make it homemade find the find the recipe hello pinterest Okay, um, even people on Instagram share their recipes, you know, food bloggers and all that stuff. So it's just, yeah, it's shifting. And, and I know we get into our rhythm, we get into our habits, we're creatures of habit. Um, but if you want change, that's not going to come with what you're doing now. You're going to have to do something different because otherwise you're going to drive yourself insane because that's the definition of insanity. It's doing the same, same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Uh, I would encourage you maybe, if you can, find a sitter. If your kids just don't give you a break in the store to read labels and make decisions because, let's be honest, how often have we just been like, ah, forget it, just throw it in the cart. I don't even know if it's good or not. And then you find out, yeah, that was not a good choice, but my kids were not having it and I made a um, impulse choice. And yeah, so if you just need a moment, to shop in peace give yourself that until you know where to go and what things you're buying consistently um, because it's going to take a little bit of time to read some labels and remember okay I got this here um, and I know which bag exactly now um, I need to grab instead of this one next time so it it's yeah it, it takes a little work but it's worth it it's so worth it because do you want to deal with things 10, 15, 20 years down the road? Do you want your kids to have to deal with things? Do you want to have to deal with um, eating disorders or um, illnesses or bad food relationships? Um, 
yeah, just all the things. I mean, we don't want that for ourselves, so we don't want that for our kids. I shop a lot at, and, and so I'm in Wisconsin, so, you know, think of the stores around you. Um, you know, we have a bulk store like Costco where you buy in bulk. Um, I shop at Aldi, um, Pick and Save, or Metro Market. They've kind of switched over some of them. And Woodman's, and then an online store called Thrive Market um, is also a great place. And if I can't always get to Woodman's, Thrive Market has some great options for similar items with very good prices as well. Very similar. Uh, and And so things that are great options to focus on there are like your you know the fruits and veggies for sure first thing then get creative and either make your own homemade hummus or something that they like to dip it in check your salad dressings that you're letting them dip in if you're letting them just have hidden valley ranch change it change it change it change it okay um or make a homemade version hummus check the ingredients a lot of them have soybean or canola oil in it Make it yourself. It is so darn easy. If you've got a high-speed blender um, or a food processor, make it yourself. If you can't afford a little, you know, one that's, you know, because it's going to be maybe a little bit more for a, for a nicer oil that's that's going to be in there. So it's so easy. Um, if they like hummus, um, nut butters, hidden sugars in those, hidden um, oils and stabilizers and added things, just buy natural. Peanuts, salt almonds, cashews, like that's it. There shouldn't be anything else in, in those nut butters. Okay. Um, and then, oh, uh, then I want to touch on like dairy products. These, okay. Dairy, if you ever buy like skim milk, 2% milk, like flip over just a regular thing of milk and check out how much sugar is in eight ounces a serving. There's a lot of sugar that's natural in milk, but that milk isn't even like, it's not like farm fresh milk, okay? Where you're getting so many other great things along with that sugar. This is just like, this is lame, is lame milk. You, you just don't even need to buy it. If you're going to buy milk, you need to buy full fat for sure for your kids. If you can find grass fed, great. If you can source locally from a farm, I would highly encourage that because you are getting the best enzymes and gut-friendly just vitamins and nutrients. Um, we are not big milk people, um, but I'm, I'm considering actually a little bit more um, getting some locally sourced uh, cow's milk from a farm. I'm getting it more raw and uh, raw and real. Um and, and kind of figuring out what that looks like for our family and implementing that for something to drink. But if you're just letting kids drink endless crappy milk, I'm just going to put it that way. Think of what is fed to those cows and then what's going into your kids' bodies. It's just all how they can mass produce it for the country and, and put a, you know, make, make money off of it. Um, there's no nutrient nutrition in it. I'll just be honest. It's, I would buy the milk and I'd feel like, why did I, why would I give this to my kids? It, there's nothing in it. Um, I know they're all about calcium. Honestly, guys, my kids have never drank in a sippy cup of milk ever besides when I'm done breastfeeding, like, or like besides breastfeeding. So when they're done, they were done and that was it. I didn't supplement of any kind. 
and they just eat whole foods and that's pretty much it um then oh yeah so then going with dairy so like yogurt buy plain whole fat yogurt nothing sweetened you can sweeten it yourself you can add the honey you can add the syrup you can buy or you can add yeah whatever berries and homemade granola that's what we do we buy plain yogurt we add our homemade granola that has some sugar in it it's fine and then either bananas or frozen blueberries or frozen peaches or mangoes like they love adding that on there touching on fruit dried fruit pretty much everything at Aldi has added sugars and some oils so don't buy it there (laughs) if you want some nice mangoes you can buy the $16 bag at Costco or just forego that fruit dried fruit in general and just give them a whole piece of fruit unless it's like a you know I buy the dried fruit like if we're going on a trip like a long road trip um, it's super fun just to buy those every now and again but I focus on the ones without added sugars we have raisins all the time here so just you know uh, Costco has a bulk box of organic raisins but just be careful of any dried cherries craisins mangoes banana chips any of that kind of stuff they've all got oils or some sort of hidden sugar in there and you just don't you don't need it because you're going to eat a lot of it and your kids are going to eat a lot of it uh and then yeah like chip things you know you can buy better sourced ones with avocado oil coconut oil woodman's has great options Um, almond flour crackers i buy those at costco sometimes you can buy those it's simple mills is a great brand um i'm trying to think of some other siete makes some great chips again can be pricey uh you know buy organic rice cakes slather peanut butter on there and put some chocolate chips and banana on top like you can get really creative i'm i'm trying to brainstorm here when you buy nuts um you can buy fun little prepackaged um bags of you know uh, trail mixes but you better check what kind of m&ms are in there um because they're not going to be natural. Um, how much sugar versus like fat and protein are they really consuming? Like you got to read those things. Trail mixes, they're just majority of like inflammatory oil, processed nuts, and then a bunch of sugar. So you're better off making your own. Sometimes Costco carries a decent um, mix that you can find. Um, generally, I try to buy all the ones without added raisins and peanut or um, chocolate chips or craisins or whatever and I we add them in ourselves unless we're going for convenience guys and we're traveling and all the things hey sometimes you just kind of give and take or I look on Thrive Market and I see what options there are um you know mac and cheese other ways that you can make it homemade or um you know I buy the Annie's sometimes but it's not it's not perfect and it's okay um it it gets us by sometimes and is a fun thing and they enjoy it and um, I've taught my son how to make it and we add tuna and peas to it um, for some protein and a little green and um, yeah, you know, we we give and take. But mostly, you know, having carrots, they love carrots, carrots on hand. Buy the pre-made little guacamole packs. Just check the ingredients. I'm just going to drive that hole in the wall or whatever you call it, hole in the ground. I'm going to drive that hole in the ground every time. Read the ingredients. Check for added anything. It should really just be like avocados, water, salt, lime juice maybe or lemon juice, maybe some cilantro, but like there should be no natural flavors. I mean, why would you, why do you need that? (laughs) Like why? Sometimes I ask that. Like everything else is spot on and I'm like, why 
why does there have to be natural flavors? Like, I just wanted to buy this, and now I'm feeling like I can't. Um, I mean, I can, but, like, I don't want to. And, and I feel that I can do better. I'm always like, how can I do better? How can I, you know, source this better? Where else can I look? How can I get creative? How can I let go of wanting this and just choose to walk away and put it down? Um, so, yeah, check check things. So, the little um, avocado packs to dip veggies in or feed them with a spoon. Sometimes my son likes to just eat one of those with a spoon. Um, you know, letting them try a variety of um, meats at dinner time and maybe they want eggs for lunch. Uh, you know, so really just having a good variety, staying, steering clear of those ingredients. Find your local stores that you rely on and just really put your work in. Do the due diligence for your kids, for your family, and look at this as part of your job, part of your part of your role as a mom or a parent or a um, person influencing little people, and find the best options that are going to set your family up for success down the road. I mean, I could keep talking about this for a long time, uh, but remember to just. For sure, let your kids be kids. It's okay to say yes again to the popsicle, the donut, the takeout pizza. We just had Domino's last night because it was a crazy bonkers day and we decided to take our kids to some rescheduled fireworks for the 4th of July and um, it was super late and we were not going to be home and I, pizza sounded good and, you know, my husband's always on board for that. So that's what we did. Um, and, and that's just a part of the ebb and flow of it all. But man, I've done the work and I still do read labels at the stores. I find our go-tos. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm trying to brainstorm a couple more things in terms of snacks that I, that I had not written down. But again, really just um, plotting out, maybe pick one store and, you know, start comparing things and be like, wow, I used to buy all these things and now I feel like I can't buy anything at this store. Aldi, you'd be surprised you can find a good handful of things, but you probably can't, actually you won't be able to rely on it for everything. Um, and if you live in the area that I do, um, in, in Wisconsin or Midwest area, um, I, I would say Metro Market and Pick and Save for sure have up their game, their prices, their sales, their coupons on healthier things. Um, do it, use it, um, and, and maybe get a little more familiar with another store. Myers is another great place. You can find options. Um, and just, yeah, go crazy and read those labels, make the best decisions. And I hope that you see the reward. You, you will reap the rewards over time and you could grow a garden too. That's also something that's super fun for kids to get in touch with how food is made. And then to see them in awe of it and pick a bean, pick, mom, can I have that? Yeah, pick a piece of lettuce and eat it. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Um, raspberries, you know, tomatoes, like anything. And even if they don't like it all, like they at least tried it or they, you know, were just part of harvesting it. It's a beautiful thing getting your kids involved because um, if they never are a part of grocery shopping, if they're never a part of the conversations around food and why it's good for you and what is better for you and um, what is better in balance for you, uh, it's all about how you use your words and 
how we um, talk about it and respond to them. And they're just curious. And they, of course, they're just like us. And they know what they would want all the time if we just let them. Like if we just ate ice cream all the time and fed that impulse, like we would be having some problems, okay? So I'm going to leave it at that. That was a lot. I really hope this was helpful. It's hard to give a lot of, let's say, name brands of things. Uh, Again, you've got to go to your stores. A lot of stores have started to do better. Just don't take the box at face value. Read it. But do most of your shopping in the perimeter of of the stores. And source organic when you can. Source, um, you know, pasture-raised or grass-fed meats when you can. It's not always going to happen. But maybe you find a sale on something. Gobble them up. Or you find a place that you can get some meat from a farm or whatever. You can get resourceful and do that. Um, but you have to do it in a way that, yeah, it's going to work for your family. Um, but do do what you can. You can do so much without having you know to source organic. Um, it's, something is better than nothing. And avoiding some of those ingredients is oh, 10 times better than feeling like, man, if I only could afford grass-fed or organic or pasture-raised eggs, like don't worry about that. Like just the snacky things. Go in your pantry and start to haul out all the junk. Just get it out and start to reinvent it and put good things in there. Good quality beef sticks, raw mixed nuts, just you know, non-added sugar like dried fruits like raisins and things like that. Um, I'm trying to think what else we have. I buy the made good granola bites. They're easy. They're not crummy ingredients. Great. We add those. Um, I mean, I do buy veggie straws every now and again. Sometimes I skip a month and don't buy a big bag because I will rely on them or I will eat them. Okay. Um, you can buy almond flour crackers. You can buy um, Scout. It's S K O U T. I want to say organic.com. Scout Organics. They're they're like bars made with dates, um, different flavors, like spot on ingredients. Yeah, they're they're a little bit more heavier, say on like sugars or carbs, but it's it's not a bad thing for kids. It's, it's actually a better sourced bar for sure. Um, so I would very affordable. They're little mini cute bars. They're super cute. They're little, and you can buy bigger ones for adults. Um, you can buy those perfect bars. Those are higher in sugar, but also contain a handful of fat and some protein in there so again those are easy grab and goes when I got to go to the Y in the mornings and get my kids out the door sometimes it's that I make sourdough at home so sometimes it's sourdough toast with peanut butter um, and honey or we sprinkle hemp seed on top of it uh, and that I call sprinkles they know it's hemp seed but I say let's put some sprinkles on it and I let them sprinkle it on um, their toast you know sometimes it's oatmeal but I'm adding you know some almond milk to cool it down so there's a little bit of fats in there we add walnuts and raisins and um, local honey, you know, so you, you know, not everything is, you know, I don't give them no sugar. Like sugar isn't bad. We're not here to, to bad wrap it. So just do what you can. And, and when you know that you've sourced well, and it's a natural source of sugar or a natural source of carbs, um, it's great. That's awesome. And I know that you can do this mama and, and that you, um, have the resources you can f- you find the time find the time because I said it's an investment it's worth it this is part of if you are have been desiring this and you want to do better then this is your call to action okay that 
you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to get a little uncomfortable. You're going to have to ruffle the feathers. Your kids are going to have to get used to new terms or names or bags of food or not having something anymore as much as they used to. But just have the conversations with them. And don't get angry. Just talk to them. Um, And yeah. And also I didn't really touch on like babies. But like for Juliet, she just turned one. Um, she's been nursing. She still is maybe a couple times a day, not as much anymore. Um, you know, breast milk contains so many of the best things for your baby and, um, you know, always the better way to go if that is an option for you. Um, but most babies, so the pouches that you find in stores, the little, um, puffs, crackers, cereal is that what they call it rice cereal that you like add water to I don't even know see these are the things that I grew up with like the Gerber nope never nope don't buy it just don't buy it okay just if they're at a point of eating like I don't know nine months old puree some oatmeal up with some sort of like I don't know some sort of fat and like a banana some banana and like puree it that's what I would do or I would mash up and puree banana and avocado together um pouches just contain so much fruit and added sugars and things natural flavors nope that's a party in their mouth they don't need those are very crucial years for brain development so they need more fat and protein that's it so I buy serenity kids um that is one big brand that I have relied on when I don't make it homemade Otherwise, um, when I get zucchini and other things from my, my garden, I carrots, I will steam them. I will puree them if we're still in the pouch season. Like if I need a few of those or, if, you know, if you're baby feeding, puree up that with some olive oil or avocado oil. Add a little salt. I've pureed up squash with um, grass-fed beef. I cooked it up. I pureed it with squash that I roasted and I put in some avocado or olive oil and salt and then I just froze it into ice cube trays I froze it in a couple pouches I froze it in a couple jars um, so that I had some options of taking it out and thawing it Um, and it was great she loved it Um, so they they can eat I mean steam some carrots and let them grab them and hold them and eat them don't rely you don't have to spend tons of money on pre-made baby food but when I'm in a pinch serenity kids it is I buy their pouches they've got amazing sources of like bison and salmon and chicken and turkey and then they add in all the good fats and um you know veggie pouches where they've got squashes and things like that so do your research thrive market offers a lot of things like that too Find the brands out there. If you do have questions or you you really need help with something, just email me, and I am happy to give you the best resources. Again, I can't I can't remember and name all the brands out there that I I could you know point you to. So, um, yeah, just uh, get to work and take a deep breath, and you got this. So. I know this episode was long, but it's jam-packed with a lot. Please share this with a mom or someone that you know needs this encouragement, needs this info. If it blessed you in any way, if it prompted you, um, I would love to know your feedback. Um, I, w- I would love for you to share this. You can tag me on your socials. Share this um, Share this episode on your Instagram and tag me. Um, it would mean a lot to me and a lot that, and I know that this could really um, help give a jump start to so many moms out there who are struggling 
Um, so if you want to see more of this, let me know. I'm sure you do. Um, this was a lot to pack in in just under an hour, but this is all great stuff. And it's been such an honor to be able to talk to you guys about all of these things. And um, I'm right in the thick of it with you, okay? Um, don't focus on perfect. Just focus on consistent and um, just the willingness to show up every day um, for what's best for your kids and for you. And you know you're their mom and um, you do with the information that you want and what matters to you. I can't make things matter to anyone, um, but I share this out of what's become important to me and what my eyes have been open to and I hope to spread that um, and open other people's eyes and hearts to information and new ways of um, just living so that we can all live a better life full of health and happiness and vibrancy and less aches, pains, less illness. It's a fallen world. We weren't guaranteed, you know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So also remember that because we can do all the things and um, life can still be taken away from us in an instant. And yeah, so sorry to leave it on such a heavy note there, but so thankful for you guys. I hope that this blessed you. Have an amazing week and we will chat again soon. Bye.